Yo, 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 it's your boy, Yonko Cooley. Welcome back to the Toast Up Podcast. If you don't know what that means, that means to open a sincere transformation upon people. This is episode 12. And on the right side of me, I have a guest named Gio. What's up? How you guys doing? Yes, What's sir. Up? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, long story short, this is like the first conversation me and Gio really had. So I'm really excited to have you on the show and really to get to know you on the spiritual level. Um, how's everything? Because I know we spoke before the show, but tell me again. I'm like really good. Like, um, I mean, I've been working a lot. I took a gap semester for now, but I will go back. But it really helped me. Like this gap semester really helped me get my mind right, and, you know, mentally get it better. But as of now, I'm like really happy to be here as well i appreciate you for like even though we haven't talked that much that i really do appreciate you like letting me go on the show regardless no for sure for yeah. sure like I, i'm i'm excited to have you because this is the first time like i ever did this so this is all all based off energy and right. you know spirituality and just being honest with you know each other saying? um so i'm glad that you told me you took a gap year before and you just told me that you took a gap year right. um during the show um why well, I took that because um, besides COVID happening and like, you know, how like uh, Black Lives Matter was going on, like mm -hmm. all that stress besides mm -hmm. that, it was school. I took five classes instead of four of my regular. So I was like, all right, this is a lot for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And plus it was like, it was it was a new place because I was like living on Main Street instead of like in like Dixon or like, you know, mm -hmm. the actual complex. So I was like, yeah. this is a lot for me. So I need to take it one step at a time. And even though I would take time to step back, it would help me move up more than just being stagnant. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Because sometimes yeah. you really got to, I always like to say, sometimes it's cool to take, you know, two steps back and then so you can make five steps forward. Right. You know what I mean? Do you need to, you want me to move this closer? Yeah. Are you sure? Just a little bit. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah no, for yeah. sure, for sure. All right, so I wrote some questions for you, okay. and I'm excited to ask you because I've been reading, I told you I've been reading this book called The Four Agreements, and it helped me, find some type of clarity okay. about society and how we're molded. Right. Um, so now are you ready? I am. Now I'm going to ask you this okay. because I know animals tend to, you know, do something wrong. Right. Or they do something that they're not really found out, you know, found of about themselves and they forget it. But I know humans tend to do something that they don't like. But they never forget it. You know, sometimes like right. you may live in a lie for too long or you mm -hmm. may do make one simple mistake and it may carry over weeks, months. You know what I mean? Right. Do you think it's healthy to punish yourself in a way whereas like not physically, but mentally like, you know, whereas like you made a mistake or you missed out on the opportunity that you knew you should have took? Do you mm -hmm. think it's healthy or how long do you think it takes for someone to get over that punishment when it comes to like mental it definitely uh depends on the person as well because not only like if they were to discipline themselves on that level it does come from how they grew up mm -hmm. so the way that they are with themselves and with when it comes to mistakes like parents could have been very disciplined they could have kind of punished them to the point where it's like all right i'm used to this and this is how i was raised and like the only way i can get over it is i can do it so nobody else can do it for me mm. you know what i'm saying so it's like Say I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. I like when I was younger. Of course, I would take it like very heavily. Mm -hmm. It would be weighing on my shoulders because I'm just like, dang, I knew better. Mm -hmm. But now, as I get older, I'm just like, I know I'm grown. Mm -hmm. I know what I do. Like I'm not always correct. I'm coachable, right. no problem. But I like that. Coachable. Of course, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. I make mistakes. At the end of the day, I'm a human being. Well, I'm a celestial being in a human body. Don't get okay. me wrong. 
I'm going to make mistakes, no problem. But my job, as long as I know that I gain wisdom from that mistake, I shouldn't have to punish myself. Mm. Because if you didn't make that mistake, how can you learn from that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like that's it's a simple like thing to learn. You know what I'm saying? How long did it take you to get to, to this type of like conclusion? Because th- I feel like, you know, you said all that, but that didn't come overnight. That right. actually took some time. Really so, you know, what did you do for you to get to that type of mindset? Um, it really, for me, it really began when I moved out of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Because under their roof, you're going under their rules. You're going under their, like, parental vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you're by yourself, you have to learn just like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you begin to learn and you find out things in life that was hard for them or they made the same mistakes or maybe you learn from their mistakes you're still Mm -hmm. gonna make mistakes regardless Mm -hmm. i learned that no matter what i'm on this on my own i can't beat myself up because i have to keep moving forward Mm -hmm. and when i moved out i was like all right it's time for me to get on my big girl shit you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so in order for me to achieve that i like i always believed that i was right but there was times where i never thought that i made a mistake until it was brought to my attention Mm. So you know a mistake to me could be right for me but it could be wrong to the other person does that make sense mm, yeah because everything is like i would like to say like uh it's the way you interpret it right like sometimes there's no there's no right or wrong mm-hmm. you know what i mean sometimes it's just like like from my perspective it can be a six because i'm looking at it as if it was a six but you can look at it as if it was a nine you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i definitely Absolutely. understand that but okay so i want to i want to tap into this and I don't want to put you on the spot, but we about to get real deep now. You got it. Do you think you can lie out of love? Hear me out, though. Because for the most part, a lot of people will say, like, you know, honesty is key. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people lie on the stand. People lie to protect their you know, significant others. And people lie to their kids to protect them. Mm-hmm. Do you think you personally or maybe someone else can lie out of love? Like, do you think it always has to be out of, like, to protect themselves on a selfish perspective? Well, I believe if somebody can lie out of love, it's not about protecting the person, but trying to not own up to your mistake or be confronted by your your lies to me. Okay. I believe that good and bad always have to do with the truth and a lie. The truth is always good. The bad is always, like, a lie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's so many good things in life, and it's the truth. Like, like you say, for example... McDonald's, it's bad. It's also a lie. It's broadcasted. You yeah, see yeah. how it really looks versus mm-hmm. versus like healthy foods. It's good. It's good for your body. Mm-hmm. But I feel like lying out of love, it's more like, it's like a subliminal way of saying, I lied to you, but I did it out of love. But in reality, I did it because I didn't want to want you to confront me about it or have you feel like you can come to me in a, in a way that I'm not used to. Or I feel targeted because I lied to you. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like at the end of the day, a truth should always be shown out regardless. Because at the end of the day, you told the truth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A truth is always good, and that karma doesn't come back to you because you told the truth. Mind you, whatever you did, you have to own up to it to yourself. Mm. So when you're lying out of love, you're lying to yourself, making you believe that, like, it's okay. When when in reality, you have to be truthful with yourself in order to project that onto that person. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if you're lying, you're also lying to yourself. You can't lie out of love to me. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. I do. It does because that's your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and it's crazy that you say that because I've been thinking the same way. Mm-hmm. I feel like honesty is key. You shouldn't lie, but I do sometimes think like certain scenarios. Right. Certain scenarios, it's okay 
to lie out of love. And I'm not sure yeah. why, though. You know what that's I mean? That's why, you know, that's why I say it's like to me, you know, because yeah. that's how I interpret it. But to other people, it's just like maybe it's necessary because of the way that they are and how they interpret things. But okay. to me, I feel like honesty will always like, no, it doesn't even matter if you mm. lie because the truth will always like come out in the light. Yeah. Always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like just fast forward and just tell me. And it's great. Okay. So back in August, me and my little brother had gotten into an argument. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say argument, a small debate. But it was more so like I thought I thought for me, I said, if someone doesn't tell me things that I should know, mm-hmm. that's lying to me because you're lying to me into to the way where it's just misleading me. Right. You know what I mean? Do you think somebody can lie? Right. Mm-hmm. Without even telling you things you should know. So basically what you're saying is them not saying anything is a lie or not telling you the full truth. Um, I do feel like. They told some truth, but in that retrospect, like lying out of love, it depends on the situation of what it's talked about. Because if it's like something little, it doesn't matter the full story. Because regardless, again, I'm going to find out eventually. It depends on how big it is. Mm-hmm. But if it's little, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But to me, when you say that if they don't tell the full truth, but only a little bit, then it's like, okay, well, you told me your side. You know, it's no problem. You don't have to tell me the full story. Tell me what you're comfortable with because at the end of the day, I'm not going to pressure the truth out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, if I find out the full story, then it's like you you should be comfortable telling me the truth because at the end of the day, I would never punish you for telling me that truth. Mm. You know what I mean? So not telling me, it's like, okay, maybe at this point in time, you're scared to tell me the full truth. Okay, what if the, that person's not ready to tell you? Like, would you say you should, like, should they punish themselves? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody's not ready to tell you the truth, mm-hmm. like, how would you even handle that? Like, if if I'm telling myself, like, yeah, like, I'm going to tell this person, like, no matter what it is, the, the honest to God truth. Mm-hmm. But, like, what is the cutoff Whereas, like, it's, it's, it's the gratitude time? If somebody, it, it definitely depends on the magnitude of the situation, of course. That's true. Um, so what I would say about that is, like, if they're not ready to tell me the truth, as of right then, the whole truth, then I'll be like, take your time. You know, at the end of the day, I probably won't even know anyway. You know, so I'll be like, take your time. Because at the end of the day, I have so much time in the world. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. But mm-hmm. um, that's, that's deep because you got to be real patient for that. I am really patient. Like, don't get me wrong. I have my I have my dudes. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. my emotions that I like I, I'm able to express. But at the end of the day, I have to be patient. You know, okay. there's there's no reason for me to rush something that I can't bring out of you because mm-hmm. I, again, you know, how I interpret things can be different from somebody else. So I have to appeal to them and understand them. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so I know that you're a spiritual person. Do you, would you allow that scenario, that mistake, like let them, them take their time to tell you the truth? Would you say that, I mean, that's considered the external environment. Mm-hmm. Would you let it dictate on how you feel and how you think throughout the day or the week? Um, No, I would not. Because at the end of the day, that's something that they themselves have to, like, internally have to deal with and work on themselves with. Me, like, this is a separate life. You know, I have a separate life and the separate things that I think about. But if you are the one that have that has a problem with telling me the full truth, it's no problem. Because it's like, I'm going to give you that time. I'm going to give you that comfort. And I'm going to give you patience because it's like, at the end of the day, that's all I can do. You know what I'm saying? So, like, until that they're, they are ready. Mm-hmm. Then they come to me when it's their time. Because at the end of the day, they have as much time, too. But 
the stress about not being ready yet is because they're seeing time as if it's this little increment instead of mm-hmm. being an eternity. You know, so it's like it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect how I work. It doesn't affect my day to day basis. Like it, it. Don't get me wrong. It does depend on what it is. It definitely depends what it. it that's, definitely. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It like, definitely depends on what it is. Yeah. But um, if it's small, it doesn't matter. It's life. We're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna mm. do things that like it's gonna test our. Uh, I want to say like it's gonna test our our limits and test like our weaknesses mm. to see if we're really strong or like this is something that's brought up so you can work on it in okay. life. So what if they're withholding something from you, whereas like it can change the way you look at them in your life? Like no matter if it's bad. Or it could be good because not all because sometimes, you know, some people withhold something. It doesn't mean it has to be negative. Right. I, I feel like humans tend to always assume it's negative. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But what if they're withholding something that's potentially can be life changing for you or, you know, make you view them in a different light? Like, how would you want to take that? Like view them in a different light as like in, a, in that good way. I'm not sure. Or it just depends. It depends. So, um, with that, I just feel like whatever comes up just happens in that moment. But every day I do live in that present moment. Because, like, if I stress myself out about something that's going to happen in the future, I'm stressing out two times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting myself through that situation twice when it's like, I'll worry when it comes. Right. Because when it comes, that's when I'll deal with it. Because in the present moment, I have to take time. And really be, like, grateful what I'm doing at that present moment. What I'm doing for the future. Right. But if I'm paying more attention to that, then it'll probably manifest into something bigger that what I'm scared of happening is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, it's whatever. I have time. You know, I can I can do whatever I want in this present moment. I can do whatever I wish. I can either take it this way or that way. But at the end of the day, I can't do anything. I can't fast forward because divine timing is real. There's nothing I can do about that. Elaborate on the divine timing thing. So when I say divine timing, say, for example, like, they're withholding something good. Not, they're not telling me, but, like, at the end of the day, like, at some point, when they do tell me, it'll probably be at the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be at a time when I'm, like, feeling my best. Mm-hmm. When all, like, or maybe when I'm down. Mm-hmm. And they tell me, finally, and I'm just like, wow, that really brought my spirits up. Mm-hmm. You know, or, it, don't get me wrong, like, maybe... It could be something bad, for example. Maybe I already have something ready for me to move on. Mm-hmm. That something bad happened and I have to move forward anyway. And that's just that's my confirmation at that present moment that I need to hear at that present moment. Mm-hmm. Divine timing, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it happens when it's happening. You can't fast forward it. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Because at the end of the day, like, it goes according to everybody's life as well. Because it's not only your life string, but it's everybody else's. Like, your guitar string is strummed when it's ready to be strummed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can someone else string or, you know, play that guitar? Um, What do you mean? Like, you said that divine timing right. is when you want to play it, is when it strikes you. Does somebody else have access to that if, you're, if, they're, if you let them in in a vulnerable manner? You know what I mean? Okay, so when you... Because to me, I'm saying, like, my higher powers mm-hmm. can strum me. Because right. The universe is my higher power. Okay. So when you say like another person, do you mean like another person is coming into my life that makes a difference? Another person in your life, whereas like you open up to, mm-hmm. like you're super vulnerable around. They know you to the core. Right. Like because some people can know you better. Well, do you think some people can know you better than you know yourself? 
Oh, absolutely. Okay. So if someone knows how to push your button, right? Right. If somebody knows what chord to play, which string to play at a certain time, right? Do you think that affects your um, divine moment or divine timing? Okay. So with that, I would say like no matter how I'm strong, it depends on if I want to be played or not. Because there's a time when my guitar mm-hmm. string could be like strong, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm tightened or I'm loose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to like you know get with it. But no matter what happens to me, it depends on me and what I do in response of that. Okay. You know what I mean, because it doesn't matter what they do; it matters what I do and how I take it and how I respond. Because at the end of the day, what's whatever energy I put out there is going to be bounced back into whatever's hitting back onto me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I noticed that you told me that you know before this show you meditate. Um, can you elaborate on why you do that and why is it so important for long-term happiness and short-term happiness to me? Um, when I meditate, I, I learned that I have a better memory. I sleep better at night too. And then like, I, I look younger than most people. Like usually Mm -hmm. I can, like before then I would stress out. I would have pimples. I would, my hair wouldn't grow as fast, but Mm -hmm. when I would meditate, I'd feel better about myself. You know, I'd be happier mm. to do the things that I would want to do. I would have more passion. I would feel like I feel complete. I feel like I'm kind of opening up. Does that make sense? Like I'm more patient because if I, like meditation is purposely to be patient with yourself, you have to take that time out of your day for yourself and for your mental because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're a spirit in the human body, but the, the brain and the third eye is everything. So the fastest way you can connect yourself to your higher self is through your brain as well. When you meditate, do you say a mantra over and over? Because I, I tend to do that, like speak what I want into the universe. Yeah, there's um, I don't say mantras, but um, I do say positive affirmations to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I am worthy. I deserve this type of life mm-hmm. and I envision it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like or I'll just say to myself, I'm very grateful for the life I'm living. Like I'm very grateful for who I am as a person and like what I do in life and like I'm beautiful. Like I am my own type of goddess. Like I'm mm-hmm. very grateful just like, you know, being thankful out there. Cause it's like before I even ask for anything, cause sometimes I'll talk out loud, mm-hmm. you know, for my spirit guys to hear me. Cause remember again, like power of tongue, mm-hmm. I would say some things out loud and I'll be like, listen, like I want to put it out there verbally. So you can hear the frequency in my voice that I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And then, you know, sometime later they will show me fours. It will show me threes. It will mm. show me sevens. And that's them saying, like, we heard you. We love you just as much. We're always here. You know, we have gifts for you for being grateful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like a whatever. Again, like when I'm meditating, I know that that frequency is bouncing off. And that's what they're saying back to me. It's funny that you say that because I've read an article saying that, you know, when you meditate often, you actually heal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like your skin heals mm-hmm. because... Things like that, like when, you know, you break a, you know, you break a foot or when you have acne, when you suffer from acne, you only can heal through your sleep. Right. Because your mind is always awake. Right. But when you actually meditate, it's like your mind is shut. It's like it's awake, but it's it's shut off. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Is that true? Like It's a rest mode. It's a rest mode. It's yeah. like it's like a it's not shut down, right. but it's like a sleep mode, right. like on a computer or something like that. Because when you do meditate, like usually you, you slow your breathing. And that's yeah. how it is when you're sleeping, too. Like it's a rhythm. Yeah. And you know, like, believe it or not, but the earth breathes at the same tempo that it always does. That's why the earth lasts as long. That's how people like live to be so long, too. And that's why I take myself, I just be like, I have all the time in the world. I might as well meditate. 
and there's a one time that I really did hurt myself and I did meditate for like three hours and I'd end up not having a concussion at all, even though I hurt myself pretty bad. I didn't have a concussion at all. And I was like, I was healed up pretty good, but I do have like, not a scar, but like a mark on me mm-hmm. just to mark, like to be more wise about what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah, I, I was healing. People would be like, no, you're going to have a concussion. It's going to be like a big concussion. You never know. Like I was like, I got it. I'm going to meditate. I got it. No problem. Mm. Never like did not have a concussion. Like I was perfectly fine. I actually worked harder the next day that didn't feel no type of way. So you, so you mean to tell me it's basically your thoughts really control who you are. You know, we already know it controls your reality because if you tend to think negative, you're going to live a negative reality. Right. And that's just the energy you're going to project. So basically when, you know, when you meditate, it really empowers you to the sense of like a higher power. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I hear people, I was watching, um, I was actually on Twitter last night, of course. And you know, Michael, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with Michael Jordan. Yeah. They say he actually glow. Really? Like promise you, like when he walks into the room, everybody said numerous people said like, when you see Michael Jordan, he's like, a, like he's glowing. Like he's like an actual like glowing like, aura around like, his yeah, body. Yeah. It's like, like, like when you watch cartoons or when you watch movies and you, the whole, yeah. you know, like no real shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the whole, like, so when you meditate, do you think you feel that? Like when you walk into the room, I'm pretty sure you're confident. You give me confident energy. Yeah. When you walk into the room, do you tell yourself like, I'm going to give myself the all vibes? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I do that when necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, like, in my heart, I'm very humble. But also, there's room for gratefulness and being, like, on my cocky shit, too. No, for sure. You know because I, I have the right to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I can also be humble as well because, yeah, I can have the spotlight, no problem. But somebody else can have the spotlight, too. There's, like, there's room for everybody to get the spotlight, no problem. And um, I do feel like I do glow that way when I'm meditating, when I'm feeling, like, warm when I'm feeling hot you know what I mean because I know at that point like that's my root chakra opening up you know what I'm saying that's my root chakra being active at that moment okay so the root chakra because I know it's seven chakras right mm-hmm. the root ch- chakra is, is um on your feet no that that's um I want to say that's your like your private area that's like your root your foundation you know what I'm saying which one is the most important I feel like well I mean to me you make me go get that book right there. <laughs> <laughs> to me I feel like Nothing up here. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, in order for these to be open and active and out of balance, you have to work on your root chakra first because that's the startup all the way up here. But, like, don't get me wrong. Your heart chakra can be open. No problem. Without the root chakra to be open, but without that root chakra and the sacral, the um, which is the next one up, the sacral is the next one up, um, your heart can be too open, you know, and that's how people get hurt, which explains why some people, like, do more than they need to do, but... With that root chakra is like your foundation, you're rooting, like you're basically saying like, I deserve to have like a good life. But the sacral right up like next to it is like the, uh, I'm worthy to have a better life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So in order for you to balance all these, I feel like the root chakra is the most important. So say like you're going to the gym. No, no problem. Like mm-hmm. you want to work out everything. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But if you want to be toned, you still got to do cardio. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, but, um. For me, I feel like the most important one is, like, 
It kind of depends on you, though. It depends on the person. It Everything does de- depends on it the person. It does depend on the person. Because the one that's the hardest one to open mm-hmm. is the one that you should focus on. But then the day, the root chakra is something that you should always, like, work on. Where, like, where, where's the solar plexus? Um, like, because I want to I, I say it's the one that's up from the sacral. I'm not too sure. Where's that? Um, okay, so it's like, so I want to say, like, your root chakra okay your sacral your solar plexus i'm i'm not sure okay correct me if i'm wrong if i, I am no you know i, I don't know and then like there's a there's a heart <laughs> chakra yeah and then the throat chakra right and then like it's the brain john yeah the third eye one the third eye and then there's the last one that's like the divine okay okay so but i'm not too sure but they're actually called like in that um okay the actual name of it okay so when people say because i hear this a lot my third eye is woke what does that actually mean? Like, I hear a rapper say, I hear a lot of people say, yeah, my third eye woke. But, like, all this gibberish, basically. They're, I, w- I want to know what it actually means. You know what I mean? So, for that, like, when they say that their third eye is open, it's like, not only do they balance all their chakras, they're seeing past the illusion of everyday life. The past, the stimulations, all the lies that from, like, social media. They're looking at things to the point where it's broken down. Does that make sense? Like... Some people are like, oh, that's my favorite car. They want the best car. They want the Porsche. They want the Lamborghini. And I'm looking at it, or, or they're looking at it. It's like, oh, that's just a bunch of metal. They all look the same. It's a bunch of metal being bent together and taking you to places. Mm-hmm. Somebody be like, oh, like this is the best restaurant, the best food. Let it out. Just like comes from the same animal. Mm-hmm. You're literally paying paying for the brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. some people like, or like you know, but the th- it really depends on a person too. Because like when they say like the third eye, they could be talking about like they like been to a place or like. They see things that you don't see. Okay. So they can see other spirits. They can, like, connect to the divine and connect to other spirits or other, like, higher powers. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. While they're talking, like, they live in life like it's nothing. Okay. They're used to it. Okay. But maybe they're getting freaked out. Also a part of awakening. But okay. that's, like, kind of steps to it. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, if someone's on the same frequency as you, if someone knows how to push your buttons, now... Do you think they can actually cast a spell on you in the sense of like opinions? Like if criticism is coming from your parents, mm-hmm. if it's coming from your significant other, if it's coming from your siblings, people that are close to you that you love, do you think they can actually limit you in the mind or in, in, in the spirit? You feel what I mean? I um definitely had that happen to me sometime. And it's like before they even reached that level, I'll tell them, I would tell my parents, I'll be like, Regardless, I know what I'm doing. You know, at at this point in time, I tell them, like, I'm not everybody else. I'm my own person. Just because you can't do it doesn't mean that I can't. Because you're projecting your limitations onto me. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. You know? Because uh, so it's like, yeah. I, I feel like parents are going to do that because they will say they're speaking out of love because they want the best for you. But at the same time, sometimes parents say things without even thinking. Right. And it will put you in a state of mind, whereas you tend to think, you tend to punish yourself over you know, Tom, right. like sometimes I feel like, you know, when you make a mistake, like you said, get over it mm-hmm. because especially while we're young, you don't want to mm-hmm. dwell on something weeks, months, yeah. years, even no matter how big the mistake is, mm-hmm. you got to get over it. Right. So that's why I asked you, do you think, you know, criticism or opinions can really cast a spell on you? It yeah. can, depending on how you take it. If you really take it in what they're saying and you like really believe it yourself, 
then it's like, all right, you are the one that's believing it, and they also believe it too. That's double the manifestation, and then yes, it will it will come to that late because everybody else is thinking it. You are the okay. main person that will make your own manifestations because you are your own like source of power. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So it's like if as long as you believe that you are able to do this, nobody can stop you. There's limitations, of course, but those limitations are for you to jump over. Are you ready to jump over this limitation? Does that make mm. sense? So it's like they can say whatever they want, but that's coming from their own experience of what that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm able, I know what I can do in that um, in that situation. Mind you, you're already seeing the mistakes that they did, so you're already learning what to do just from looking at it mm-hmm. or from that perspective. But regardless, as long as you know as yourself, as a celestial being in this body, that you are able to manifest a life that you want without the limitations of anybody's thoughts, you can do whatever because mm. you have that power. You are your own source. But when you let other people's limitations and their other like negative thought into your body, into your like self, and then you believe that, then it's like, okay, well you're setting bigger walls for you to jump over. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for you to break it down and actually feel like you're worthy of jumping over that. Okay. So I noticed that you said, you know, People do tend to put limitations on other people. What is the difference between hard criticism, in your opinion? Because if somebody tell you you can't dunk, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Because you may not be as athletic as someone else, or you may not be as tall enough. But they may say that, you know, which is a fact. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But what's the difference between hard criticism and someone just having and putting limitations on you? Because... They don't know what they don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what would you say the difference really is in hard criticism and limitations, like limiting someone? So when it comes to limitations, I feel like it's like they're speaking out of their own experience. Now, hard criticism is like, I'm going to tell you how it is, whether you believe it or not, because this is how it is and this is how you work. So it could be wrong. Like, yeah, it could be a fact. Yeah, I might not be able to dunk. Maybe, maybe I'm, I don't know the stuff that you know, but that's because we're supposed to be different. If we were all the same, we'd be doing everything the same. Mm-hmm. No, Everybody would have the same jobs. Everybody would have the same positions in life. Right. It would be stagnant. It would be a repetition. Yeah, it would be boring. The whole point of you not being able to do something that somebody else is doing is because you're supposed to excel in something that they aren't and vice versa. You're not for everything. Maybe you could be talented in everything, but I know that there's something in you that's like, I live for this. This is something I excel at. Mm. And nobody can talk their shit to you when you're doing that. Mm -hmm. Because, like, that's something I can, like, criticize you on something that I know best. But it's not fair to them because, like, just because you know doesn't mean that I don't know something that you, like, don't know. Does that make make sense? It makes perfect sense because you're, you're basically explaining that all because someone limits you, you shouldn't actually believe that. Right. You know what I mean? Like a fact, this was a fact, you know what I mean? But don't let other people's experiences dictate your behavior. Right. Because it, at the end of the day, that's their, that's the external environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So what would you say to somebody that's like, you know, growing up as an adolescent really don't have a mentor? Like, what would you say for them to try to reach their higher divine in the sense of like, what are the certain steps? Like, I know that you work out. It seems like to me, like you read, you know what I mean? Because we spoke about that. Like, what are the first steps to really reach self-love, a higher divine, mm-hmm. to vibrate to the point where as you walk in the room and you feel like nobody can stop you, like unstoppable? Like, what would you say is the first step towards that? 
I would tell them, I'd be like, baby steps are still steps. Mm -hmm. You are yours before you are anybody else's. Mm -hmm. That means you go on your own time. There's a lot of limitations in life, and there's a lot of burdens that you have to go over, and there's a lot of times somebody will give you a deadline. Mm -hmm. But at the point of time where it's like, this is your life, mm -hmm. you can dictate how long you want to live a life that you want to live or how long you want to live. Mm -hmm. You are in college for you. You do what you want to do for you because at the end of the day, you have to make those choices. Mm -hmm. You know when enough is enough, and you know when to start something when you're ready. Mm -hmm. I can say anything to you no matter what, but you're not going to listen until you really understand when you're ready to understand. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What is your major? My major? Yeah. Psychology. Uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay. Why? Why did you want to pursue, uh, would you want to become a therapist or something? Um, a psychiatrist? I actually, that's a, a good question. Cause when I'm, when I tell you that I do want to help kids who are in adolescence. Okay. They can they can range from how they are mentally. Okay. They still have parents, but okay. that doesn't mean that they're raised the same way as yeah, their parents. No, you course. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I want to be that mentor to understand everybody. And mind you, like um, I want to say criticism or like bias in like that field is mm -hmm. real. Okay. A lot of people don't want to help young black adolescents because they feel like oh you're you're just raised like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know they won't take them seriously. They'll just give them meds and keep it going. But they just want somebody to talk to. They just want somebody like to be open to, to not feel like that they're alone. Because once they feel alone, then it's like they're lost. They're stagnant. They don't know what to do. So it's like talk to them on a level of respect and empathy that they deserve. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's what they need to grow. Okay. If they, if they lack that, then they don't know how to. Basically, what I want to do is help them grow so that they don't repeat the mistakes that their parents did. Mm. And they can excel of what their parents are. Mm. That makes sense. I no, want them to be better before sense. it even becomes anything crazy. You want to add value to them, you know, through I mean? personal development, through whether that's you know mental, emotionally, you know, mm. physical. Okay, so this is my last question for you. What's up? I'm so excited for this one. I feel like this is a great <laughs> conversation for real. I feel you. I definitely do. This is my last question for you. All right. Which one do you think? Is the most honorable love verbal or acting on love? Are you talking about like different love languages? Yes. In the sense of, okay, I may show you that I love you or act on it because I buy you things or I listen to you. But at the end of the day, I'm not saying the things that you want me to say mm -hmm. or vice versa. I'm, I'm saying the things that you want me to say. I'm making you fulfill. I'm making you feel like as if, you're on a pedal stool, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I'm not doing the things that I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Do you think someone can 100% balance that? You mean all the love language that it takes? Yes. I feel like none of them matter if you're not speaking your truth within each love language. Does that make sense? Mm -mm, you can, you can like tell me all the things you want to tell me in the world, make me feel like so good, but if it doesn't like connect to your actions that's already a lie it's not even true mm -hmm. maybe doesn't matter because there was a time where i didn't know how to give love in a way that appealed to that person but then like somebody like it really depends on the person that you have love with because yeah like you can give them gifts but they care about physical touch so it's like an honorable love depends on who you're with and yourself as well it really depends on the individual relationship with your person 
somebody can say like an honorable love can be like physical touch another person can say like words of affirmation another person can say like acts of service at the end of the day as long as there's truth within that all of them can be okay all of them can be balanced all of them can be the most honorable that it can be because it is your truest self for that person and within those love languages you can be vulnerable while doing that and being vulnerable is like that's your truest self they're your most honorable self because since you're vulnerable and you can show those love languages with truth it's honorable right off the bat because there's truth within it does that make sense you know that makes sense like which okay which one would you prefer like would you prefer someone you know act on it in the sense of like they they act on it you know they buy you gifts they physical touch they're always there with you know with time but they don't know how to communicate 100 percent or they know how to communicate 100%, but they don't care, or they really are not really affectionate. They really don't care to, I'm not going to say spend time with you, but they out there, take, you know, chasing dreams. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and or sometimes they don't even buy you things. Mm-hmm. Like, even flowers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, your favorite chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Like, which one would you prefer? I, myself, um, really appreciate physical touch mm-hmm. and words of affirmation gifts i don't care about because it's like it's it's another thing to me you know i mean like yeah i might give it to them because at that present moment i'm thinking about them but Mm -hmm. physical touch because you're with me right now and it lets me know that you want to touch me you want to feel who i am as a person you want to feel my vibration you want to like just let me know that like you want to feel me Mm -hmm. words of affirmation is like okay maybe you're feeling some type of way communicate with me tell me what's up so i know in my head and i know how to accommodate you mm-hmm. because you're speaking out loud now i know what to do mm-hmm. now if they don't say anything and it's just like well it's like what can i do because if you're not telling me how can i learn if i'm not actually listening and you're not telling me what's wrong does that make sense do you think you can love somebody without loving them emotionally you mean loving them physically loving and not- them because I feel like love is an action. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when you love someone, you listen to them. Mm-hmm. You try your best to understand them. You try to make your yourself feel vulnerable so you can have empathy for them. So the way they feel, you feel. Mm-hmm. That you think you can love somebody without actually feeling in love in a way? To me, love is a commitment. Because no matter what happens... As long as you don't give up, but I mean, I mean, as long as it's good. But if it's bad, then leave that shit. If it's negative, yeah, yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. But you guys will push your buttons because that's what happens with love. It shows you what you need to work on as a person. They will do things that you'll seem like, why are they doing that? It's irritating me, but it's purposeful because it's like you have to work on that. You have to work on your reaction to that because you have to be patient with them. Maybe that's what they've always been doing, but you have to be patient with them and. Help them learn. Because at the end of the day, you're learning each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you have to be patient. And you have to accommodate them. And it's a commitment. Because it's like, no matter... If it's about feeling, that's why people leave so fast. Because they lose that feeling, and then they go. But a commitment is like, yo, I really want this. That means you're going to chase after it. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to, you know, accommodate as well. And they're Mm going to be committed. So it's like, love is a commitment to me. Because it's like, if you, you chose this person... You're taking their time, and they're taking your time. So let's commit to it. And I'm pretty sure when you commit to it, commit to it, 
instead of thinking of it as just a feeling, you guys will last longer because this is something that you guys both want and this is something that you guys are working hard towards. Mm-hmm. You, like if you think of it as a feeling, you think like, it's a waste of my time. Okay. Because you know feelings come and go. Okay. I like that. Would you say that loyalty is love? Because I know a lot of people fall in love because of sexual desires, mm-hmm. physical attraction. Mm-hmm. Would you say that loyalty is better than being in love or nothing can compare to being in love because you're in love is a feeling. So it would depend um, how your loyalty is. If you loyal, you loyal. You know what I'm saying? But if the loyalty towards, you know, that person is destructing your life behind closed doors, then it's like, it's not worth it. But if we're loyal to each other and it's like, that's all, that really does matter to me because loyalty is like, you're there for me. You respect me. You know what I'm saying? And I respect you too. So it's like loyalty is the foundation of respect to me. Because without loyalty, then it's like everything else is like not there yeah, or it's, it's not, not 100%. Or it, you can't really enter a long-term relationship you without that. Mean? But is it love? Loyalty? Yes. I feel like it's an honorable love. It is. Because I feel like there's truth in that loyalty. You're being loyal. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. What is an honorable love? Okay, so honorable. Like I said, honorable is good. Honorable is truth. So loyalty is truth because it's like you're sticking with that person. It's a commitment as long as it's good for both of those people. Does that make sense? Because your loyalty to them can make you lose other people that are good for you. Your loyalty okay. to that person doesn't mean it's like a good person to be loyal to. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean when I say like. Okay. I now understand. Okay. You know? Yeah. So you're, you're saying that, you know, loyalty is honorable. It's, it's, it's a f- one of the pillars of love. Mm-hmm. However, love is its own thing. It is its own thing. It's very separate because I can be loyal to somebody you know, with no problem. And I mean, it's true when I'm loyal to somebody, I like love them, but some people can be loyal to somebody out of fear. You know what I'm saying? Like a pimp and a hoe, a hoe is going to be, you know what I'm saying? I like the way you did that. You know what I'm saying? I like the way you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Like a hoe can be loyal, but she's scared of that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it really, that's what I mean when I say, as long as it's good for both of them. Is she loyal because of the benefits? Like, do you think somebody can be loyal because of the benefits, money, um, sex, um, physical attraction, trophy. Shit, her being taken care of. Or her being taken care of. Yeah. Do you think someone will be loyal because of that? Or do you think loyalty is, is honorable, but do you think that's real love? I do think that um, it can be an honorable love if it's good. Because there's no, to me, there's no, like, direct answer. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It is separate from love, but it can be one with love, if that makes sense. Mm. It can be all or nothing. Does that make sense? Like a nine and a zero. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Okay. All right. Well, I think I want to wrap it up. <laughs> I feel like we tapped into a lot. Weird, bro. I, I feel really good. I feel like, yo, I'm proud of you. I know you told me you proud of me. I'm proud of. I don't even know you like that, yo. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't. I knew it was going to be a good It was going to be a good one. It's like. I'm looking at you differently. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking at you in the sense of, like, you are glowing. 
it's like you turned Super Saiyan on me just now. <laughs> no real shit. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. No, I, I see you. I see you, yo. For real. No, like, this one, like, when we first started, mm-hmm. I was already getting warm, maybe because of the wine. Of yeah, the I wine. mean, probably, probably. I mean, you know what I mean? But, but I was really myself here. Good. Like, I told you what was from my heart. Yeah. It might not be appealing to other people, but I was real. Yeah. And what I think is right, yeah. righteous to me. Yeah. And that's all you need. So, this toast up segment. Yeah. I toast up to your achievements. Toast to you for actually putting a time to reach a higher level Absolutely. out of the universe. And toast to you to continue to graduate and finish what you started in the sense of reaching every chakra level that you desire to have. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud Keep of going. you, Keep going. Thank you so much. Thank you, Toast bro. to your achievements, y'all. <laughs> For real.